We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey tea sippers, good morning, happy Sunday. I hope everybody's doing good today. So it is a lot to get into. Um, if you guys don't know, I'm currently in Atlanta. I'm back in my second home. And um, I don't know. I've just been having fun ever since I touched down. It's just been one thing after another. We were out yesterday till like, I think like damn near 3.30 in the morning um, at 21 Savage's birthday party. So shout out to all my tea sippers that I ran into at his throwback 2000s party. It was definitely lit. But yes, I got to talk about this whole Brian McKnight thing because everybody keeps hitting me up about this. So if you guys don't know, once again, Brian McKnight is going viral for some fuck shit, okay? So what's going down is this. We need to, at this point, call him Brian Hawaiian McKnight because this man literally thinks he's Hawaiian at this point. So nobody, nobody at all. Here comes Brian McKnight once again shitting on his black sons and his Blasian daughter. So he wrote this. He says, so proud to introduce our son, Brian Kiona Makoa Jr. to the world with the release of my new album, Lovingly Created for Him. Jr., because I'm so proud to officially announce that I have legally changed my name to exactly match my legacies. My legal name is now Brian Kiona Makoa McKnight Sr. McKnight Times Lullabies, the songs of a father to his namesake, available now. Hashtag. I love our life, hashtag baby Brian, hashtag my legacy, hashtag junior, hashtag Brian Keona Makoa Sr., hashtag namesake, hashtag McKnight time lullabies, hashtag Mr. and Miss McKnight World Tour 23, hashtag night and lay, hashtag father, hashtag son, hashtag Ohana, hashtag Brian McKnight is batshit crazy. I don't understand what is going on with this man, but I just, this was not on my bingo card as a child, okay? When I was minding my childhood business and singing, you know, back at one and do I ever cross your mind anytime? I, you couldn't have told me that damn near 20 years later, this is what Brian McKnight Sr. would be on. And I just think at this point, he's trying so hard to disrespect and disown his own legacy which is his son's. There's already a Brian McKnight Jr. His oldest son was named after him. But because they're no longer close, he acts like he can just erase these kids off the face of the earth. Baby Brian, when I wrote this one for you, I saw you and I only needed three words for the whole song. I love you. I love you. 
And it's also really disturbing how he's going on about it. But now, Brian McKnight Jr., the original Jr., he is speaking out. So this is what he's saying. Somebody in the shade room says, I feel so bad. If I was Brian McKnight Jr., I'd change my effing name. What a corny old ass man shaking my effing head. I'd be so upset to all that to be attached. So Brian McKnight Jr. replies back and he says, I'm not ashamed of the name my ancestors had. I'll never change the name my own son now has. We are witnessing an obscene level of self-hate that has reached mental illness status at this point. All we can do is pray that this man and my new little brother, who we will all welcome with open arms one day, once he realizes who his real family is. Legacy isn't in the name. It's in the character of the people. It will all be quite clear soon just who's on the right side of all this because there's no escaping what's coming. So that is what Brian McKnight Jr. had to say about the situation. And I think he spoke very, very eloquently. It's really sad that his dad is doing all of this. And so I had wrote this yesterday on um, Instagram. And I said, this man wants to be Hawaiian so bad. It's low-key creepy. He has not only fetishized his wife, her two children, her entire Hawaiian family, now he's doing the same thing to his new half-Hawaiian baby. I would have never imagined this as a kid while singing back at one at the top of my lungs. What a weirdo. He seems to regret giving birth to his grown black sons and his Blasian daughter. And I really think that's what this is. This is some type of weird fetishization where Brian McKnight now thinks he's Hawaiian. He thinks because he's married and he's smashing a Hawaiian that somehow he's not Hawaiian. He's always hashtagging Ohana and all these, you know, Polynesian words. He's just a weirdo at this point. I mean, to basically change his name to his brand new baby's name is just weird. It's just strange, especially when not only do you have Brian McKnight Jr., you also have a grandchild who's also named Brian McKnight III. So it's really sad that this is what he's doing to his legacy, and this is all to spite his children. That's all this is really about. It's not even about this newborn baby who's completely innocent in all this. It is to spite his children. And the fact that his wife just seems to be okay with this is very weird to me. I, for one, will not be supporting anything that Brian McKnight has going on. I'm not listening to his McKnight Times lullabies. I just don't care enough because of how he has treated his children. Like I said, at the end of the day, nobody's family's perfect. Kids aren't perfect. Parents aren't perfect. You know what I'm saying? You're not given a rule book on how to raise children. Kids are going to make mistakes, but you just don't disown your children because you're fed up with them or you feel like they just want handouts or just whatever. You try and work through that because at the end of the day, that is your blood. Those are your namesakes. Those are children that, you know, you had a hand in bringing life to them. And all of a sudden, you just want to wash your hands of it. And it's really sad because not only has he washed his hands of his older children, he continues to, like, gaslight and poke at them. And I haven't seen these kids do that to him. For the most part, they've just kind of sat by quietly. They might say things every now and then on social media. But it's usually after they've been provoked by their father. So it's really sad, but I'm glad that Brian McKnight Jr. is taking the high road and he's not letting this get him down. He understands the importance of legacy and he's not ashamed of his legacy. And it's just really sad that Brian McKnight now acts like his legacy is tied to Hawaiian culture. He needs to have several seats and a tall glass to shut the fuck up, okay? So me personally, I'm definitely over Brian McKnight and his shenanigans. So now, moving on to something totally different outside of the Brian McKnight situation. 
this drama with DJ Envy is getting crazier and crazier. So the other day, like I had stated on my live stream, Cesar Pena and his brother, they were both arrested by the Fed. And his brother at this point, I don't know if he thinks this is a game or if he thinks the Feds are not sitting around watching. But him and Tony the Closer got into it the other day. Um, Cesar Pena's brother is Lucci. And you can tell Lucci is clearly, you know what I'm saying, embarrassed that he's tied to this. And um, again, he's not innocent in all this at all. And he's upset at Tony the Closer. And he's basically sending threats to this man and, you know, saying that he's willing to shoot him and, you know, all this. It's very disturbing. It's like, bro, do you think the feds are not watching this? You threatening this man is not going to help your case. It's not proving that you're innocent. If anything, it's making you look, you know, high key guilty. So I want you guys to watch this back and forth with him and Tony the Closer. And I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. You put up. That's all bullshit, my nigga. Let the FBI show me that I'm wrong. When you show the FBI or the CIA, anybody you got that I'm wrong, you show me. And then and then I'll be like, you're telling you the right. But then the day you're reaching because you're a loser. Look at your diamonds. They're fake, bitch. Remember that. I'm gonna smoke you, bitch. Remember, remember, I'm gonna smoke you, bitch. I'm gonna smoke. I'm gonna smoke you, Tony. Keep talking your shit. You keep talking like you proud and shit. And then you fucking with the wrong nigga. Remember that. Look at my eyes, bitch. You fucking with the wrong nigga, nigga. You fucking with the wrong nigga, bitch. I've been in this game too long. You ain't fucking with the real niggas. You can go after NBCs or whatever. But with me, you're wrong, bitch. Remember that. I love you. And you're going to see, puto. And when I screw the shit out of you, you ain't going to have no more diamonds in your neck. Remember that, bitch? You're fucking with the wrong one. You think you all this tough shit? You came to my house when I was in the office. Come to me now. I'm here. I'm in Edgewater, New Jersey right now. Just bring all your peeps and everybody that wants to come and say, I owe the money. I'm right here. I'm right here right now. Right now. Show me, bitch. You won't. You won't. You won't. Remember that. And I know where you live, bitch. Remember that. Have a good you know, night. I know your mama live there too, right? All right, then let's see. I know your mama live there too. Yeah, all right, let's come on over. Yeah, We're ready for you. We're gonna eat pork chops with you, bitch. All right, mommy be with daddy. Come on over. We said mommy with daddy, puto. We said mommy with daddy, puto. Listen, I'm not big business. I'm none of those niggas. She and the guy, I'm none of those niggas. You fucking with the wrong. Listen, you fucking with the wrong one. My address a long listen, time, Puto. Do listen, something. Listen, I don't go fuck what. I, you had nigga, the address a long time, Puto. Do something. Place. I'm home right now. How long bring you had the address and ain't pull up yet, pussy? All right, bring them up. All right, I wanted to pull us. Listen, six Segunda Plus, but six New Jersey. I'm gonna come over right now. Come over right now. Come over right now. Tough guy. Come on. You alive with me? You work for the FBI? Come right now. Come. You won't come, bitch. You know the work. You know it. You, you know be that tough guy shit on the Instagram. Come right now. I don't give a fuck. Let all the niggas at Caesar or MB or money come to my house right now. Let them come right now. You won't come, right? Bitch ass nigga, man. You bitch be on that shit because you're on top of my. You don't see the. I know. I know. But I got, I got something for you. I got something for you soon. I got something for you. Cuidate. Too, puto. All right. Cuidate. Cuidate. Trata la muerte, putini. 
I ain't your fake ass ring nigga. Shut the fuck up. Your fake ass ring nigga. That shit fucking 10 carat nigga. Cubans are corny. Kiwano. You a bitch ass nigga. You a bitch. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Bye, Tony. He's a bitch. Alright, so you guys just saw that video of Lucci basically threatening Tony. And the way that Tony is trolling him just had me cracking up. Um, I'm glad that Tony is not feeding into it. Because I see a lot of people, you know, still, like, coming at him and throwing shots at him. When he's the one, like I've said from day one, who really helped to, like, break this case. And he's been talking about it from day one. And it's really sad that, you know, he's trying to do the right thing. And he's sitting here being threatened and being disrespected and being trolled. Um, but it's not a good look. I feel like the brother feels a way. And he's only threatening Tony because he's trying to deflect from the fact that they are caught up in this multi-million dollar scam. Um, and it's really sad that he would get online and do something like that. When you're truly innocent, you act accordingly. You're not sitting here trying to send shots via the internet to somebody who did nothing more than help, you know, give victims a voice. When you and your brother allegedly, you know what I'm saying, were scamming people and tricking off at the strip club and on DoorDash. As opposed to hiring contractors to flip these homes. Homes. So this entire situation is a hot mess, but I'm glad that, you know, Tony just trolled him back and he's not, you know, even taking him serious. Another thing that's going on, if you guys do not know, um, after iHeartRadio got rated, they put out a statement. Well, TMZ put out a statement claiming that, oh, they weren't really rated, which is bullshit. They were definitely rated. I don't know why TMZ is trying to cover up for them. But as we all know, TMZ and iHeartRadio, they definitely have close ties. So I believe TMZ just put out that fake story to act like, oh, the feds, you know, they just came up there, but they didn't raid. Why would the feds waste their time coming up there to get electronics, computers, and all that stuff? Why would they waste their time if it was not a raid? Do you think they just went up there to tell DJ Envy hi and to warn him, you know, about not hanging with Caesar? They were definitely raided, and I believe TMZ's putting out fake stories because they're in bed with iHeartRadio. Now, what's very interesting is that after the raid, all of a sudden, DJ Envy is working from home like it's COVID. So he was not in the studio. So I find that very interesting. We haven't seen this type of shot since C-19. He's literally at home on a Zoom call trying to run the Breakfast Club show like this is 2020. This entire situation is embarrassing. So if their offices weren't raided, why is DJ Envy all of a sudden working from home? Make it make sense, TMZ. Y'all go ahead and watch this snippet. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club, and it's time for Pastor Ox. <laughs> Alright, so you guys just saw that snippet of DJ Envy working from home. So now in other DJ Envy news, um, Funkmaster Flex went in on DJ Envy the other day. Now shout out to Young Kobe in the Discord because Young Kobe tried to send me the video. Bless your heart, Kobe. When I tell you I cannot listen to Funkmaster Flex. Funkmaster Flex, if you happen to run across this video, can you please stop with the bombing 
sound effects it is trash it's old i remember you doing this when i was in high school the fact that you're still doing this in 2023 i'm like what in the gaza strip is going on here why are you sitting here still using these bombing effects? I felt what Funkmaster Flex was trying to say, but it was hard for me to take it seriously or even listen to it because of the bomb effects. I'm not about to sit here and listen to anybody, Funkmaster Flex or not, rant and rave for 20 minutes while dropping bombs every other sentence. It was horrible to listen to. I think I listened to like the first like five or six minutes and then I had to tap out. I just, I couldn't do it. Can you please retire the bombs? We want to hear what you have to say. We think, you know, you are definitely a voice for the culture, but it's hard to take you seriously when you're literally dropping bombs like you're Israel dropping bombs on the Gaza Strip. And I mean no disrespect when I say that, but we are dealing with real situations where people are literally fighting for their lives and they're literally trying to avoid bombs. So you like dropping bombs while doing commentary it's just not a good look it's matter of fact it's low-key creepy so i didn't like it and it was very hard to listen to i'm gonna play you guys a snippet of what Funkmaster master was saying again these are his sound effects not mine enjoy i'm gonna tell you the question of the day of the week of the month mr real estate rico Did you know that Caesar was a crook? Or were you too dumb to know that he was a crook is the question. Either way, you don't win. But according to a lot of label people, because let me tell you something, New York, if in case you're wondering what I'm talking about. There's two people involved there, actually three. There's Real Estate Rico, shout to Tony the Closer, and there's Lesser Charge Leonard, the pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Lesser Charge. So in all of that, then you got Caesar, who was arrested last night by the feds. million dollars bail fraud right it was fraud possibly money laundering and for DJ shrimp they went over yeah I heart that's the guys down there and confiscated what do they do they confiscated uh computers devices all of that DJ Shrimp shouldn't get fired. Their boss should get fired. Five years, their boss has been asleep at the wheel. You know why Mr. C says hello? He remembers how hard you were going. And lesser charge, Leonard, you guys like to go hard. You do, don't you? But let me tell you something. You two ain't for the music business. You're not for the music. All of that fake mental health, all of that fake, I'm trying to help people get real estate. You're a crook, you're a thief, and you're a scammer. And you should be ashamed of yourself in public right now saying you had nothing to do with it.
Because let me tell you something I learned about you today. That's going to come out soon. And I don't care what I use these airways for. You took a lot of drug dealer money. And you took a lot of label execs money that have not come out to say nothing yet. That's why you're hiding. You're not out in the street. And your goofball lawyers putting out a lot of statements saying you had nothing to do with it. But everybody said they talked to you and you pass them to the man. You're a scammer, Envy. You are a professional scammer. You're a piece of garbage. You think people don't see you? I see you. You think you're holier than thou is the main problem. And your man's a pedophile. He likes underage kids. He puts drugs in drinks for women. You guys gotta be kidding me. But let me tell you why they're not gonna fire you. You know why they're not gonna fire you? Let me tell you. Because you know it, and I know why they're not going to fire you. Because if they fire you, that company takes on every lawsuit, and they're going to lose. Because they're going to say, you fired him so you knew he was a dirtbag. So they're going to leave you there. So they don't got to pay them lawsuits. But you should be ashamed of yourself. Who you think that is on the news and everything else? You think that's somebody else? That's you. But you know what's funny? Anybody else? You and lesser charge Leonard would have went ham. But you know what two subjects you guys never talk about on that show? There's never no pedophile talk or underage talk. Now there's no real estate talk. And y'all don't do no more scammer talk. I see through you. What did you think, goofball? You think I forgot you? You think I don't remember how you was talking? You remember when you were playing my wife close? My ex-wife? You remember when you said you had a videotape that could break up my happy home? You forgot. You didn't forget, did you? Because I never forget. Alright, so you guys just heard or tried to listen to what Funkmaster Flex had to say about DJ Envy. And as we all know, Funkmaster Flex has been beefing with DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, for years. Ever since the Breakfast Club first started really popping. And they basically crushed Hot 97's numbers. They've been beefing, so I'm not surprised that Funkmaster Flex is literally gloating and happy to see the quote-unquote downfall of DJ Envy. Now, what is very bothersome about the situation is that Fat Joe is coming out speaking about it. And he's basically, you know, upset with Funkmaster Flex. He doesn't like the beefing. He's saying that, you know, we need to stop, you know, all this beefing in hip-hop. We need to stop gloating. He doesn't want to see DJ Envy in prison. It's not fair. Even R. Kelly got locked up. And we need to stop, like, you know, uh, laughing and praying on people's downfalls. Okay, Fat Joe, whatever. Y'all go ahead and listen to what Jose had to say, and I'm going to come back with the rest of my commentary. And so with hip-hop beef, right, 
How could hip-hop be go wrong? So we hate each other, we beefing with each other, we trying to be competitive. Um, when real life issues, real life issues happen, it's where I draw the line and I put the line in the sand, sort of say, right? So if I got beef with another rapper, another DJ, and that guy's fighting the law where he might be going to jail for 10 years, 15 years. I don't think it's cool for hip hop beef to be like, yeah, go get him. He does this, he does that. That's jail. That's jail for 10 years. Now, you think it's hip hop, you think it's fun of games, but R. Kelly's in jail for life. And so one of the greatest most famous, most illest entertainers, might be the greatest ever, is in jail for life. I'm not saying what he did or what that, I'm just telling you, you can go to jail. Like, there's no such thing as you're too famous to go to jail. They'll put you in jail. Um, and so I'm talking about everybody, guys. I'm not talking about somebody specific, specifically. I'm telling you that man that you used to go see in Madison Square Garden, I believe I could fly, is in jail. So anybody can go to jail that's famous. But if I got rap beef with you, it's not cute. For me to so-called try to put your business out there or dirty your face or or point allegations to you because I want more ratings or I want to sell more records. And this has just been really happening lately in an amazing way where guys that I respect and I love are seeing other artists or people in vulnerable positions and are acting like it's hip-hop beef. Yeah, he did this. Yeah, he did that. No, he might go to jail for 10 years and not be able to feed his family. And what is it to you that that man goes to jail? This is real life shit. And so, this is the same thing. When you got beef with another rapper, another DJ, another this, and you throwing them out there to go to jail. Once again, I'm for peace. I'm for love. I'm for God. On all sides, guys. God has found a way for me to make a living not robbing nobody, not hurting nobody. And I am so happy with that position. When I can help, I help. If I can't, I can't. But I gotta be honest with you. This ain't hip hop. That ain't rap beef. And so I, I, I asked all my friends who know who I'm talking to, because it's several things. It ain't just one guy or one guy, but please take responsibility for your accident. If you haven't been to prison, one day feels like a year. One day 
Feels like a year. One day, you can get killed. One day, somebody's wife could leave them and they feel like stabbing you because you're standing next to them. One day, you can get raped. One day, could turn into 30 years because you cut a motherfucker up because he fucked with you. One day. And so what we always said since I grew up in the 80s and in the street life and the culture was, I don't wish that on my enemy. We got to transfer some of that energy back to hip hop because it's not fly. It's real life shit. Now if people did crimes and all that, but what is it your business to be promoting it? What is it your business to try to put another man that got a family in jail? Why is it your business? And so you see a guy, we in a fucked up time, man. We in a fucked up time. You see, what's this guy? This guy told on himself. For what? I don't know. Right? So you see serial killers. Uh, <laughs> you know, you think I got a big mouth. Right? You guys think I talk a lot. Best storyteller. I really don't. And so... Uh, Anything that could put me in jail or put you in jail, I will not talk about. All right, so y'all just heard what Jose, a.k.a. Jealous One, still envy, filed the teenagers in the 90s and the 2000s. If you know, you know why I call him Jose. So my thing is this. Fat Joe, yes, you're an icon. We have mad love for you. We respect the work that you put into the game. But let me say this. Um, I don't like the fact that you're kind of condemning Funkmaster Flex and you feel a way about people, quote, unquote, trolling DJ Envy or gloating about DJ Envy and, you know, R. Kelly and all that stuff. First and foremost, I find it very ironic that you're upset about Funkmaster Flex putting another man's business out there when all of you guys gossip. Like, let's keep it real, including myself, but at least I'm a female. All of you guys sit on social media, okay, and you guys gossip about other people's business. DJ Envy literally gossips for a living about everybody else. Funkmaster Flex gossips for a living about everybody else. And shocker, you too, Fat Joe. You are now some type of gossiper, podcaster, YouTuber. You do the same thing. So all of you guys sit online and talk about other people's business. But it's very interesting. Once it's somebody that you like, all of a sudden their business is off limits. Um, absolutely not. Their business is everybody's business, especially now that this story is viral. It's mainstream media. And everybody has a right to do commentary on it, including Funkmaster Flex. Also, the thing I don't understand is why we continue in hip-hop to make excuses for criminal behavior. Again, everything that's going on with DJ Envy is alleged. We will wait and see how this plays out in the court of law. But if DJ Envy does not want to be tied to nonsense, then maybe he should not be co-signing somebody who's literally accused of stealing people's hard-earned money.
Okay. If R. Kelly didn't want to end up in prison, then maybe he shouldn't have been talking to underage girls. He shouldn't have been locking people up in his dungeon. He shouldn't have been, you know, doing all types of ratchet shit. After he got away with the case back in 2001, he out of everybody, he definitely left up on that case. He should have been on the straight and narrow. But no, instead, R. Kelly got arrogant, he got sloppy, and he thought he was above the law. So I feel no ways about R. Kelly going to prison. That is on R. Kelly. If DJ Envy is found to be guilty and, you know, be in cahoots with Cesar Pena and his brother, that is on DJ Envy. You know, I don't understand, like, is Fat Joe the hip-hop mayor, governor-in-chief? Like, what what the fuck? (laughs) Like, what is the problem? I don't understand how he's upset, but you're not holding the people who are wrong accountable. How about instead of making excuses for DJ Envy because that's your friend, how about you hold him accountable for literally promoting this scammer on a platform like The Breakfast Club for years? This wasn't a one-time thing. He was in business with Cesar Pena. And so for him to try and distance himself is very interesting. And what's so funny is that Lovely Joe, um, there's a video going viral right now of DJ Envy saying how Lovely Joe told him that, oh, what you're doing is a Ponzi scheme and you're going to end up in jail. Y'all go ahead and watch this clip. When I first got into real estate, I called three people. I call Clue, mm-hmm. I call Fabulous, mm-hmm. I call Joe Button, mm-hmm. right? My desert storm family. And I said, hey, guys, I'm doing real estate. This is something that I think that, you know, you should invest a little bit of money and try it out, and that way you can do it. Joe Button told me it was a Ponzi scheme, and I was going to go to jail. And they would have gotten away with it, too. If <laughs> <laughs> it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> and that dog. And that fucking dog. But early in this clip, and this is what I mean about Envy, and we'll get to all of the uh, Tony the Closer gunplay stuff. But just early in this clip, he says, let me play it again, just so I'm clear. He said, me and Joe don't speak. He said that one time. No, I was. I mean, we don't speak, so I'm going to stab it. You heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. thing about don't speak right see and somewhere me and flip had a conversation about this i think at some point like how do you how do you say that you don't speak to somebody like say you haven't spoken right but to say you don't speak is like a definite mm-hmm. right there's certainty yes. to that yes mm-hmm. so now let's go to later on in this clip a few years ago envy calls me as someone that he is not speaking to we have not spoken about anything and he calls me and starts talking about some real estate shit for me, that's odd. <laughs> we don't speak. And now you calling me, telling me that your man's with the government and he can get the buildings and there's a list that it'd be me, you, and Queen Latifah, and whatever the fuck he was saying, because I was walking my dog in the backyard. So I don't want to stop listening at this point. But that just sounded fishy. You give me some money, we're going to take it, we're going to get this, we're going to get that, we're going In my brain, I didn't need to, that wasn't, I, that wasn't where I was in my professional career, where I needed to take a lump sum of money and give it to somebody I wasn't speaking to to do some real estate. There's people in place to kind of advise me that way. So I left it alone. <clears throat> now, we get to Envy and his business partner, Caesar. Tony, the closer, if you're unaware, has been on top of this investigation. (laughs) Uh, We're going to use the term, the word alleged, because who the fuck knows? 
But boy, is Tony the closer convincing. And what he's saying is that Caesar, not Envy, Caesar has been running around and taking money from people, scam. Have uh, selling people on something, taking their money and running off, never to be seen or heard from. That's what Tony the closer is saying. Now he did hit me, but I left it alone. But he kept going. Tony, Tony hit me, waved me in a private in, in the room to talk about, you know, but. I like to watch it bubble first. And boy, did it bubble. Uh, That number is rumored to be eight figures now. Mm. That he ran off with. That people are allegedly saying that they gave him uh, under different pretenses. And is it the likes of the people that you named I don't know. The, I don't know who these people are. Mm-hmm. That's Tony the Closer's thing. But uh, Caesar addressed it, <laughs> and then you listen to Tony the Closer talk about what he found in Caesar's like accounting, like what he was doing with the money. He said it was some real fat nigga shit. Nigga <laughs> 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 was going from. <laughs> The Taco Bell. What? The Burger King. Yeah. To the juice bar. He broke to the candy shop. To the Kit Kat flagship store. Who even knew that Kit Kat had a flagship? Flagship store. Holy shit. Alright, so you guys just saw that clip and you guys also saw Lovely Joe responding to that clip. And you know. Lovely Joe is definitely correct. Like, this whole thing never made sense. Even me on the outside, like, none of it made sense. I'm like, you know, whatever. Folks can do what they want to do with their money, but I'm cool. I just feel like when you have a platform and you're an influencer or a celebrity, you have to be very careful because what you say is very influential to people. So I think instead of Fat Joe making excuses for DJ Envy and for, you know, these other celebrities... He needs to hold them accountable. And for him to say that, you know, it's nobody's business. No, it's definitely the community's business because this man was literally making money off of these seminars. He was promoting these seminars. And so now that it's coming out to be a scam, now that people are speaking out, it's definitely the community's business. And so if DJ Envy and others don't want to go to jail, how about you don't commit crimes? It's that simple. So for him to be making all these excuses for DJ Envy is not cool. And let's not forget at the end of the day DJ Envy and the Breakfast Club they have trolled Hot 97 many a time when Funkmaster Flex was supposedly into it with his wife they made fun about that situation they talked about Funkmaster Flex's abuse when the other DJ DJC's kept getting you know popped off and getting hit by trans people or whatever um, they were making fun of him and, and clowning them. So the Breakfast Club has definitely thrown their shots at Hot 97 over the years. So Frontmaster Flex is just paying it forward. And I don't see anything wrong with that. At the end of the day, everybody has a right to speak on this situation because that's what people do. People do commentary on YouTube, including you, Fat Joe. So for Fat Joe to try and shame commentators and try and shame Frontmaster Flex and saying, I just want peace and love and no drama, 
then if you really want that, you wouldn't be on YouTube gossiping about other people's business. You would just focus on peace and love and possibly getting back in the studio and making more music. Okay, Jose? I would love another Jose album, maybe a Jose part three or something. But instead, you just sit on YouTube all day and, you know, rant and rave and gossip, but whatever. Um, I guess I'm just going to have to enjoy your old music at this point because I don't see him putting out anything new. <laughs> so this entire situation is a hot mess, y'all. But I'm here for it. I'm here to see how this ends up playing out. But yeah, DJ MV, I'm sorry, but he's not a victim in all of this. Um, you know, he's trying to act like, oh, I too was scammed. Even though he tried to say on YouTube when he was doing that interview with Tony that he wasn't scammed. So like I said, I'm just going to wait for all of this to play out. But we're definitely going to give commentary as more stuff, you know what I'm saying, comes out. And I don't think people should be shamed or told that they can't give commentary on a situation simply because Fat Joe is friends with DJ Envy. Like, sir, bye. So anyways, y'all, T-Sippers, I look forward to y'all's comments. Let me know what you guys think about all this drama. First of all, let me know what y'all think about this whole Brian McKnight changing his name to match his newborn baby's name. <sighs> Brian McKnight just literally, he just gives me a headache at this point. How do y'all feel about that situation? And then how do y'all feel about, you know, Funkmaster Flex going in on DJ Envy? And then Cesar Pina's brother, Lucci, trying to threaten Tony? And then last but not least, how do y'all feel about the governor-in-chief of hip-hop, I guess? I don't know who appointed him, but Fat Joe basically mad at Funkmaster Flex for having an opinion on DJ Envy and feeling like, oh, we shouldn't be talking about DJ Envy as if DJ Envy doesn't gossip and talk about everybody else for a living. But whatever, I digress. I look forward to reading y'all's comments. Make sure you guys hit this video with a like make sure you still subscribe to this channel because again we're trying to get to a million subscribers okay thank you so anyways i will talk to y'all later enjoy the rest of y'all's day deuces if you want the latest news in the streets join us sentiment mother tea breaking news with integrity so sir your friends and your family it's the lovely tv show bringing you good tea and good vibes it's the lovely tv show be sure to share like and subscribe